and welcome to My Bloody Horrorcast, episode two. I'm Steph. And I'm Carrie. So we're very excited to be here. This is our, uh, this is going to be our 2017 preview. Yeah, we're going to talk about um, movies we're excited to see this year. Um, a couple that have already come out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think it's constantly catching up to all the good movies that we hear about. Yeah, but um, first, what have you been watching? What have I been watching? Well, I've seen a few things, actually. Um, one of them, first I wanted to talk about, was one of your Oscar winners in our Horror Oscar episode, episode one. If you have not heard it yet, um, I highly recommend you immediately go to iTunes and download it and listen to it. Um, but, uh, shameless uh, plug there for our show. But no, um, Train to Busan, I watched this week. Oh, the best. One of the best. It is one of the best of the year, and I would have to say that if I were to pick right now um, in a bridge top five for my 2016 horror films, um, I truly believe Train to Busan I would have to put on there. Mm-hmm. It's, it has everything. As you mentioned before, we were discussing before the show, it's got everything you want. It's got uh, drama. It's got great action. It's It's got characters you, you really want to see make it. Mm-hmm. Um, characters who are actually pretty smart. Um good acting it's really got everything it's got every, it's it's everything wrapped in the one as, as you mentioned it's a disaster movie it's a, a you know zombie film it's a family drama um it, it's a little bit yeah so uh huge fan of it effects were great yeah I really have nothing bad to say about it and don't you wish not doing stuck were your best friend in the case of a zombie outbreak oh uh, yeah yeah <laughs> he's so cool <laughs> your favorite supporting actor of, of uh, 2016 uh, I, I completely agree with that yeah it was great um so, so yeah, that was that was fantastic. One of the best zombie films uh, I've seen in a while. And your uh, one thing you mentioned last week that I totally agree with is it's it's one of those films that could revitalize the zombie genre. It's, it's something that we haven't seen exactly that way before. And I've actually heard that from a bunch of people who've watched it too. Like I think a lot of people were sort of in zombie burnout, and then it was just like, oh shit, check out these zombies, they're crazy. Right, right. So no, that was that was great. Um, let's see. Another one I saw that I really enjoyed and uh, was the Camp Crystal Lake Memories uh, documentary. I've got to watch it. It's six hours and 40 minutes, and yet it feels like maybe two hours. feels like about, <laughs> about a third of that. feels like a regular film almost. But by the end, you realize you've spent an entire day learning about nothing but all the Friday 13th films, and you feel slightly worse about your life, but then you feel... Uh, very informed and pretty pretty happy about it as well. I think your life's only been improved by watching it. I can't wait to see it. It's pretty great. Um, and it and it also confirms what most of us feel about the Friday Thirteenth series is that Part Five is still the worst <laughs> of all of them. Although I, I my my close second would be Jason X. I thought was absolutely atrocious. But Part Five is still worse, and this documentary is confirms that, that most Manhattan? people felt. Part five is the one that wasn't really Jason's, where everyone kept oh, yeah, becoming yeah, yeah, Jason. Yeah, 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 sorry. Yeah, it was the Halloween three, if you will, okay. to the rest <laughs> of the series. Um, although Halloween three is a better film, I think. Uh, it's a blast. If you are, if you have ever watched a Friday Thirteenth film, if you're a fan in any way, I'd say it's a must see documentary. It's um, and like I said, it goes through everything, including the two thousand nine remake, I believe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so which wasn't too bad. It wasn't too bad. That's true. That's true. It's better than Jason X in Part 5 and Jason Takes Manhattan. Although I know you like Jason Takes Manhattan, so I, I, I'm not going to slay on that one. But it's great. Also, it's uh, a shameless plug. They did not pay me to say this, but it's on Shudder, and I really like that Shudder puts up um, great uh, cult oh, films like that. Can we talk really quick? One of the um, 2017 
remakes that was canceled is Friday the 13th, and I was really disappointed. I am too, because you and I were talking about that a couple weeks ago, how we were so excited, and then I heard the same thing. Yeah, mm-hmm. they, they have shelved it. It appears that, you know, as always, it's a studio issue who has the rights mm-hmm. to the studio to the, the property. It's very possible we will see it in 2018, but as for now, um, and, and it's probably too late to release it any time in 2017 at this point, so... Mm-hmm. Uh, so that was yeah, that was kind of a bummer. We were we were pretty happy about that. Yeah. But uh, so those are a couple that I've seen. Uh, what about you? Okay. Um. Well, I just went and saw Get Out, which I recommend everyone go see in theaters while you still can. Um. It totally lived up to the hype. It's near perfect, and um. It was almost everything I wanted in a horror movie. It's really great. It's uh, it kind of plays around with the idea that we're not really in a post-racial world. Mm-hmm. It's like part mm-hmm. Stepford Wives, largely racial commentary and social commentary. It was excellent, and it's very tense, and it moves fast. And um, I was saying earlier, I actually really love movies with a loud audience mm-hmm. and big reactions, and this was a really good one to see that for. <laughs> we, had a, we had a really lively audience who had a lot of opinions, and um, I enjoyed hearing them throughout the movie. <laughs> <laughs> Nice. <clears throat> yeah, that's on my list. Oh, it's also one of those movies where um, you just want to read everything about it after you've seen it and right. um, catch up all these things. So I can't recommend it highly enough. Yeah, I've, I've heard great stuff. That's that's on my list uh, the next couple of weeks to see. That and Split, actually, which is, mm-hmm. is still playing in the theaters, which I also have not seen yet. I know. Those are, both, those are both on there. Um, I also saw The Exorcist 3, which I don't think I had seen in its entirety before. It's Awesome. Directed by WPB. <laughs> George C. Scott and Crazy Grannies. I'm pretty sure I'd seen some of the um, more iconic granny scenes before, but I don't think I'd seen the rest of the movie. At least I don't remember it. Right. Um, it was amazing. I'd definitely watch it again. And then the last movie I watched recently was Trashfire. It's, um, it's on Netflix, and it's the most nihilistic kind of soul-crushing thing I've watched in some time. Um, I don't know how it's to pronounce Entourage. Her name. Yeah, uh, yeah, Adrian Grenier. Yeah. Is, the, is the lead. He basically plays this horrible person, but his girlfriend's also like a miserable person. And then... Um, so are there any characters that you can actually... Uh, or that are actually good in any way? Not exactly. Although the two... The young couple sort of become a better couple when they go and stay with the main character's grandmother, who's played by... Fionula Flanagan? You'd recognize mm-hmm. her if you saw her. Um, she's basically like the mother and Carrie, but dialed up to 11. She's she's a true horror villain. And um, Anyway, I would recommend it just for her, but I was going to watch XX afterwards, and I just couldn't watch anything else after seeing this. <laughs> <laughs> Understood. It, it crushed your soul. Um, oh, the last thing also I was going to mention, this is something that we both saw this past week. Uh, one of our good friends, Klon, who is an advocate for great cult and horror cinema here in Athens, did a screening after an excellent round of movie trivia at one of our favorite local haunts, uh, Flickr. He did a screening of Awakening of the Beast, <laughs> which is, uh, it, I mean, it's, it's something else. Coffin Joe. Coffin Joe, my first Coffin Joe movie. Same here. Uh, it's, it's as if you had a bad acid trip 
that uh, just kept going and going and going. I don't think it was meant to be watched by an audience not on drugs. No, no, we were all way too sober. <laughs> I mean, I, I think all of us had about a drink deep. Uh, by the we're, we're about a drink deep by the time it came on. Um, but it, you know, it was interesting. There's a lot of history to it. Uh, I, I didn't realize that the hopping vampires. You know, all sorts of different little aspects of the film that, that bring in uh, folklore from from different uh, countries. Um, and all that. I thought that was interesting. Um, it's something else. I don't even know really how to describe it aside from an acid fever dream. Yeah, the imagery is very psychedelic. And it is. It was fun to watch. It was one of those things where I didn't understand what was going on a lot of the time, but mm-hmm. I also couldn't peel my eyes away. No, no, absolutely <laughs> not. So that was that was truly a one-of-a-kind uh, experience, and uh, we, you know, we'll have Klon on the show at some point, but um, I, we both thanked him for uh, that bizarre uh, mm-hmm. film night. Um, yep. So those are all right. So that's the recent stuff. Oh, one last one, um, Dead and Buried, which I saw oh. recently as well. This is a fantastic little obscure '80s uh, horror film, 1981. Um, kind of feels very uh, Ray Bradbury esque, if you will. Um, great practical effects, and um, yeah, it's it's it's. I, I definitely highly recommend it. Say. A sheriff in a town where you know bodies start piling up and is trying to find out why and um, yeah really good. Also, I saw that on Shutter as well. Um, but uh, yeah, so anyway, I, I definitely recommend Dead and Buried. I think it's something that you would like as well, Steph. Oh yeah, I will check it out. Now, boom boom boom. <laughs> Preview 2017. So we each decide to pick five. Uh, yeah. Or so films. Five movies we're really looking forward to yeah. seeing. Uh, and, and discuss those because really it's what's looking like um, is that 2017 is going to be another banner year for horror as was 2016 so I have to admit though I'm a slightly easier critic than Carrie so every year is a satisfying year of horror <laughs> <laughs> um, but it does look like recently there have been uh, like indie horror has just been like slain it's it been so good really uh, literally yeah it's been great um, so so yeah, I picked a couple of movies that are kind of slightly bigger budget, just because I'm super excited, and I picked a couple that looked uh, also, you know, pretty pretty indie as well. So, do you want to start off with your your sure. first pick, two thousand seventeen? Um, I would have seen it if I'd been able to watch anything else today, um, but I'm really excited to watch XX. It's um, a yeah. horror anthology. It's directed all by women. I believe all the main characters are portrayed by women. And the only two names I recognize out of the four female directors are Karen Kusama, mm-hmm. who did The Invitation, Jennifer's Body, which I kind of want to revisit. I didn't love it at the time, but I'm kind of like, maybe I'd appreciate it more now. Yeah, I was I was kind of mixed on that one. I mean, she's got a great visual style no matter mm-hmm. what. I just, you know... The, totally. The, yeah. Um, and then St. Vincent, who I didn't know directed or did anything to do with horror. Had no idea. Directed one of the segments. Um, anyway, I always want more feminine perspectives in movies, but especially in horror movies. I've avoided reading reviews because um, I'm about to watch it. I'm just, I can't wait. I i think it's going to be pretty good, and I'm going to enjoy it. I'm a little biased and predisposed to enjoy it, so. <laughs> fair enough, fair enough. No, it, sounds, it definitely sounds good. Um, so one, so on the other side, which seems like it's going to be super... Uh, 
kind of playing on this whole masculine sort of sociological horror bent is of the Belko experiment. Mm-hmm. It's one I'm interested in. You know, man as beast. Uh, <laughs> what happens when you get a bunch of people together um, in a in a, a nightmare scenario, and, and and what what happens? How how you know? Isn't the premise that they're all stuck in an office? Yep, exactly. Okay. <laughs> they're stuck in an office, and they they have to. I, I think something about they have to kill one person or, or kill a certain amount of people or something like that. It's, uh, it's, it's, you know, the puppet masters playing with this group of people. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's written by James Gunn from, oh, you know, Gardens yeah. Galaxy, uh, two of my favorite horror films, the last 12 <laughs> to 15 years, Dawn of the Dead remake and Slither, which he wrote Dawn of the Dead remake and Slither. And of course he has a history with trauma, which oh, I love yeah. forever. <laughs> yes. Yes. So he's great. Um, Greg McLean, um, who directed uh, Wolf Creek, um, awesome, great Aussie director, mm-hmm. and Michael Rooker, who's always, uh, oh, I think he's a great yeah. actor. Yeah, good. Haven't seen him really in a whole lot since. Uh, James Gunn regular. Well, right, James Gunn regular, and and uh, I think Gardens of the Galaxy was the last time I saw him. He's he's great. So much fun in it. So that's an, that's another one I'm I'm uh, I'm definitely interested in. Um, I think one we're both pretty interested in is The Lure. Yes, yes. Um, I do not love musicals, <laughs> but I can't wait to see this. It's partly inspired by director Agnieszka Smoczynska's youth and partly by The Little Mermaid. Um, I love reworked fairy tales, especially tragic ones. And so the lure is about these teen mermaids that, like, eat people. And... Um, I think that sounds extra awesome, and it kind of reminds me, even though I'm sure it'll be totally different, of one of my favorite comic book fairy tale adaptations, which is Princess Mermaid by Junko Mizuno, which is also about young mermaids making dinner out of young men. Um, I think it'll be great, and um, I can't say that I've ever seen a Polish musical, so... I have not either. <laughs> and I I grew up, uh, you know, in high school I was in theater and things like that, and, and I, I always enjoyed musical theater, so... Uh, I have kind of a love for throwing um, musical numbers into into film uh, when it works. When it works, so we'll, we'll we'll see how that goes. And visually, from the trailer, it looks really cool. Mm-hmm. It does. It does. Uh, so yeah, that uh, another okay along the same lines of eating people. <laughs> um, raw. On the list too. Yes, Julia uh, Dacuno. Um, it's her first theatrically released feature. She's done a couple other things um, here and there. Uh, evidently, at con, people freaked out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, people have passed out in yeah. screenings. Yeah. Which I think, can you really say anything else that would make you more excited to see a horror movie? Not at all. That's exactly <laughs> That's what I want to hear. Testament. Yes, yes. Um, but also, you know, coming-of-age movie, Teen Cannibal, everything about that mm. sounds great. The horrors, the horrors of being a carnivore. Uh, yeah, you know, so there you go. Uh, so raw, yeah. That that's that's one of yeah. We we both been discussing that recently. All right. What about what's another one for you? Um, this might just be me, but I really want to see the girl with all the gifts. Um, mm-hmm. We read the book for my post-apocalypse book club, <laughs> Athens, um, and it's by M.R. Carey, or otherwise known as Mike Carey. If you read comics, I grew up. Um, like around college, he was writing like Lucifer and Hellblazer runs, which are mm, awesome. Mm, mm, mm-hmm. And but he's written a bunch of novels, and this one's basically about this fungal disease that sort of wiped out mankind and infected a lot of people into like a zombie-like state. But there are like these zombie kids who still kind of retained human personalities, 
Um, technically, it came out last year, but it's getting um, a stateside release now. I don't know if Athens will get it, but I would like to watch it. it yeah, that does sound definitely, definitely interesting. Um, so this is going to be a year of space horror, and which I'm always excited about because you know Event Horizon is one of my one of my favorite space oh, horror films. Totally underrated. Yeah, very underrated. It's got Larry Fish in it. <laughs> you gotta love that. Um, but uh, so I think the one both both of us and really most of the world I think is probably going to be excited about Alien Covenant coming out. Mm-hmm. It's Villanueva, and um, he was I, I thought Arrival was one of my favorite films of uh, 2016. Absolutely love it. In fact, everything he's done is great. Prisoners, it's great. Um, all those. So Sicario, also mm-hmm. great. So I can't wait for Alien Covenant. It's got Fassbender back, and it's got Danny fucking McBride. Oh um, my god. I also can't wait. And we both were disappointed with Prometheus. We were. We're in the minority and I'll be interested to hear if any of our listeners have uh, some some feedback on that. But yeah, we. Uh, I think you're one of the only people that I know who didn't love Prometheus. Well, we met a new friend for movie trivia. He also hated Prometheus. So. Yes, yes. No, <laughs> there you go. Jason, yeah, did not, did not like it either. So, it's good to know though that I'm not the only one. Um, <laughs> But I think this is going to be more return to the to the roots of the series, is from what I can tell, um, and and that's exciting. And the cast looks great, just top to bottom. The cast is really yeah. really uh, good, and so uh, so I'm really really psyched about that. Me too. I can't wait. Um, and then I guess the last thing I had on my top five list was Death Note, Adam Wingard. I. Um, Another movie we were a little disappointed in was the Blair Witch remake, but I'm yeah. I'm still excited for whatever Adam Wingard puts out because the guest, great. Your next, really great. So your next is one of my favorite all-time slasher films. It might be one of mine too. I feel it's like it hasn't stood the good. test of time yet, but I've watched it like three times since it came out. So. I have. I feel like every year I watch um, I watch that film, and it's just as good each time. Yeah, it's awesome. And I recently watched uh, their first film, uh, A Horrible Way to Die. Oh, I haven't seen it. It's good. It's good. But you really feel like your next is where they hit their stride. And that's mm. that's what I felt. But yeah, Wingard and Barrett, uh, I think, are one of the best writer-director teams in horror right now. And again, I'll, I'll, I'll give them the Blair Witch. The, the last 20 minutes of Blair Witch were actually good. The rest of it, I just... I didn't hate it. I I didn't hate it like other people did, but it, I mean, it was disappointing because I have such a high bar set for his movies. They, I I totally agree, and I also think that it's hard to do something. You know, the, when Blair Witch came out, it was it was pretty unique at the time. Mm-hmm. That kind of sheen has gone away yes. in the last twenty some years, and so uh, I you know I feel like it's hard to go back to revisit that when it was such a phenomenon in that moment. So, but I, I, I love these guys. I totally agree with you. Like I said, they're, they're some of my favorites in the game right now. So anything they come out with, I'm going to, I'm going to be there. Yeah. And that's totally why I'm excited about it. Like I have not read the Death Note manga. I think there's an anime adaptation. I also Mm. haven't seen it. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I mean, but I mean, it's a supernatural notebook that, um, kills whoever's name is written in there by the owner. So how bad can it be? I think it'll be really fun. That sounds like a lot of fun. Did you have one more? I did have one more. Uh, so my last one is going to be uh, It Comes at Night. And this is going to be a, a haunted house film. It's uh, two families coming together. Um, 
uh, an unnatural threat that's terrorizing the world. Uh, and uh, I guess it's the fight for survival against said threat. Don't know much about it. I'm trying not to, to actually look into it a whole lot before I see it. Um, Trey Edward Schultz is the writer-director. Uh, and uh, I guess he's kind of a, a new up-and-coming guy. It's got Joel Edgerton, who I think is one of the more underrated um, oh, actors yeah. uh, right now. And uh, Carmen Jogo, who I think she's also... Oh, um, what has she been in? She has been in... She was in Selma. She was in uh, The Second uh, Purge. Oh, okay. She's, she's just a, a really good, at this point, kind of supporting character actor. She played Greta Scott King in uh, Selma. Cool. So I'm really looking forward to that one. It just looks creepy. Looks like yeah, it just looks like a great uh, you know maybe in the vein of um, you know don't breathe the lights out something things that we liked overall from last year so uh, so I'm definitely excited about that as well. Hmm. Let's see. So uh, I guess that's everything. Did you want to rattle off a couple more you're kind of looking forward to? Well, yeah, I do. I do have a couple more. So um, <laughs> going back to the whole space horror, and and I have a feeling this one is not going to be good. But at the same time, I really want to see it life. That's the Jake Gyllenhaal space movie. Mm-hmm. You know, with big budget horror, it's always hard to tell. It's, it's always a crapshoot. Um, but again, another one that looks sort of Event Horizon-ish, probably more so than Alien Covenant. It looks it looks uh, to be in that sort of vein. And uh, it's got a decent cast. It's got Ryan Reynolds in it, <laughs> randomly. Um, yeah. So I just saw the trailer for it. Um before Get Out, I, I would watch it. I, th- I just have always had a love of space horror, and probably I blame it on Alien uh, mm-hmm. from, from back in the day. I've even gone back and love watching terrible stuff like Creature, that 1985 really awful Alien movie. I haven't seen it. Oh, it's terrible. Yeah, it's great. <laughs> You'll love it. Uh, yeah, I mean, you know, I think in the early, after Alien came out in 79, there was a slew of movies that were kind of mm-hmm. jumping on the bandwagon in the early 80s, and uh, Creature is just one of many kind of schlock stuff that came out right after that that they're all a lot of fun total ripoffs nice. um but uh so yeah so life looks fun it's a uh, daniel espinoza who directed safe house which is in my opinion sort of a it's an okay denzel film it's still denzel film mm-hmm. uh so uh so yeah that one that one looks like a lot of fun i think the last one one of the other ones that looked interesting that's already out but just came out recently was black coat's daughter it's the uh, con- the Civil War drama slash horror, and uh, it looks like an interesting. It looks like kind of a slow burn uh, film, and uh, looks kind of interesting. So Emma Roberts, of course. Oh yeah, um, Scream Queens. It was great in Scream Queens. Um, James Raymar is also in it. So. Yeah, so you know, a good uh, female cast, kind of headlining it, and uh, and and looks kind of interesting. So, yeah. Um, well, another one we kind of talked about is I think We Are the Flesh looks really interesting. It's another kind of post-apocalyptic set movie. I think it's a Mexican horror movie. I think that's right. Um, but either way, it looks weird. It looks interesting. It looks bleak. Um, so I am interested. And then. I want to see Cage Dive, the shark movie coming oh, out. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Hopefully it comes out for summer, but whenever it comes out, I'll be there. We just need to have every year a shark movie come out in the summer so we can mm. continue from the shallows um, from last year and continue that, that trend. Yeah, that looks fun. Uh, 
I was we were talking earlier, and one of my last favorite shark films is actually The Reef um, that I saw, aside from Shallows, a uh, 2010 Australian film as well that has a found footage kind of feel to it. Uh, that's uh, a lot of fun. So, you know, small group group of characters, you know, no one around. It's very very you know you're kind of one of those situational horror yeah. films where you gotta survive. I'm just gonna have to set up my own Shark Week and just catch up on all the shark movies that I have not seen. <laughs> yes. What was the first shark film you ever saw? Jaws. Yep. I mean, I think that's the same for everybody. I think it is. But, I mean, that's kind of a perfect movie. It is. Um, I remember seeing that first scene where the girl is um, on the buoy. It's at night, and she's hanging onto the buoy, and then all of a sudden she gets pulled under. I remember I was totally just frightened by that, just <laughs> completely scared, and that made me want to watch I didn't see the film for years after that, but I just remember that one scene... Um, I still have never taken a night swim. <laughs> I don't want to. <laughs> I don't blame you. No, after that, I, I pretty much... I, ha- I have... Uh, if I can walk in the water and, and I can see, you know... If, uh, if, I, if I'm if i not, like, below my waist, then I'm good. Like, if, if above the waist, nope. I don't want to be, but yeah, right there. <laughs> as long as I can reach land, <laughs> I'm good. I can't even look at a dark beach without hearing, like, a John Williams theme in my head. <laughs> yeah, scary. right? Um, but yeah, those are pretty much all of mine. Yeah. I'm, now, I'm excited about other remakes. Like, I'm still going to see it and stuff like that. Sure. I think this is also... One things I wanted to talk about, too, and I think we both talked about, was that this is the year of a lot of big franchises. Mm-hmm. Um, year for the next installment. So we're going to have a new Saw. Yep. We're going to have a new Insidious. Mm-hmm. A new Halloween. Um, we're going to have the remake of It remake of Flatliners, which kind of falls in Thriller. Uh, I forgot about category. that, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Annabelle 2. So that's a lot of franchises that are adding stuff, you know, with the new installments, so pretty pretty exciting stuff there. Um, and then uh, wasn't there, was there one other that you were talking about that was coming out? Mm. Oh, Puppet Master, right? Yes. Yeah. Supposedly, there's another Puppet Master movie coming out, and it's just like my whole childhood. I'm really excited. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, well, let's hope that that's not just, you know, a rumor. I know I should have researched it before I came over, but I'm just like putting it on my little mental list. Puppet master. <laughs> <laughs> right. Well, as soon as you said it, I got all excited. So, you know. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, probably of any of those though of the, of the uh, franchise films coming out, I've always been sort of a sucker for the Halloweens. I'm actually kind of optimistic about this one. Yeah, I, th- I think it has potential. It's uh, directed by two people, mm-hmm. and that's not necessarily a bad thing. They both directed and both wrote it. Um, hopefully they are true fans of the of the series and uh, want to see it done right. Um, so yeah, so I think that should be fun. And I guess that pretty much wraps up our... 2017 picks? I think, yeah, I think that's it. I think that's it. So uh, we will, of course, be talking more in depth about some of these films, hopefully. After come, we see them. <laughs> right, right. After we see them, and then uh, hopefully come horror Oscar uh, time next year. So, so yeah, so those are our picks. I uh, want to thank everybody for listening again. Oh, and we have a Gmail in case anyone wants to email us. It's mybloodyhorrorcast at gmail.com. We will answer any questions that you have or any things that you want to talk about. We will try to get those on uh, future episodes uh, because we really want to you know, interact with our, our friends and our fans as much as possible. So 
So yeah, send us some questions, some things you want to hear about. Um, criticisms. Criticisms. We'll yep, we'll take them. We might even read them. You know, right? <laughs> we. I don't think we're going to start a mean tweet segment or anything like that. But you know, uh, we will take it into uh, to consideration. Um, so so yeah, thanks so much for uh, for for hanging out with us uh, for a little while, and uh, we hope to see you on our next episode. Yep. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye.